Welcome to The Green Room, a show about shows. Welcome to The Green Room, a show about shows. I am here with Emily. Hey, Emily, how are you? Hi, Meg. I'm doing just great. Good. I'm so glad to hear that. And you? Uh, I'm good, except I am working off a document right now uh, with my notes on the Housewives, which is my recap, and my editor's in there making edits, so this is going to get awkward. Oh, boy. As my writing is being critiqued as we're talking. Regardless, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, episode 11, last night. (laughs) We are almost there. Two episodes. (laughs) And a reunion. I'm sad. Can I be honest? I'm sad. I gotta be honest. Last night was the first time I thought, is this kind of boring? Really? Well, just because it's kind of like we're on a, a predictable route. Sure. That being said, next week looks wild. I mean, this was a Valley episode. Next week's going to be a peak. For sure. I mean, we're going to, I imagine, some sort of psychic and everyone's going to call Jen out and I'm already living. So, yeah, Ten last ultimate. night I was like, ah, is it kind of boring? Uh, but, you know, there were some real good points. Yeah, so let's start from the top. We have Mary, who is taking too many vitamins. Uh, this is the one that only two, one of two minutes we'll see Mary for the entire episode. And it's her and her vitamins. There and are hundreds on the counter. Hundreds. And the weirdest meals, yet again, Mary, yet again, she's drinking some sort of watered-down juice with ice, which... A smoothie and ice oh, is a no-go for me. I'm so glad you said that because I'm like, you put the ice in the blender and you blend it with your smoothie. Yeah. Don't, don't add more ice. Don't add ice. Because then you've got like two minutes to drink it and then you're going to get a brain freeze. Otherwise, it's going to get watery and disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. She also always has prepackaged food. Have you noticed that? Like, do you, she must do like some I, sort of meal service. She's really got a germ thing, I think. Oh, very interesting. Her husband's back. Who cares? He yeah. loves Florida. Of course, you're a 60-year-old man. No, he wants to sell the Florida house. Oh, that's right. Mary loves Florida. Mary loves Florida, well, as probably, well as her Vegas house, which she'll mention <laughs> She'll brag later. about that. I feel like he probably wants to sell the Florida house because there's just too much temptation down there for him. A lady his own age, he would never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, and then we have Meredith and Brooks. Brooks is on some insane diet where he can't have... <laughs> gluten or dairy or sugar but he wants to buy chicken nuggets he ends up almost buying some dog food mm-hmm. he's gonna make mint water which uh-huh. you don't make mint water you, you just, just put, put some mint in water just go ahead and buy <laughs> some mint brooks um right here at this moment meredith's wearing to the grocery store and it's not even a grocery store it's a small market on Main Street in Park City. She's wearing what is... In the middle of the day. In the middle of the day. Like, sun is bright. It's got to be noon. It's not the time for a blazer <laughs> made out of denim. Like, it's a jean. It's not denim. It's jeans. Because the button is like the flat, like a button on the jean, like dungarees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's wearing that with her classic Meredith look, which is blazer, no bra, no top underneath. The amount of boob tape this woman must go through is... <laughs> It's got to be an Amazon subscribe and save because every outfit requires some sort of sticky material to keep her from being arrested. It is like, I started wondering last week, does Meredith have terrible taste? Yeah. And 
And she only owns bell bottoms. Have you noticed that? Yeah, which is a look. It's a it's cool a, look. No, I, and I, I love bell it. bottoms and I wear them. I think they're cool, but it's only bell bottoms it, with Meredith. And blazers. It's a bit. And a, blazer, and a jacket. And bell bottoms. She's going blazer, no bra, or jacket, cash. If she's trying to be casual, it's denim. Or she's in that weird Stevie Nicks for Kmart weird dresses. Yeah. Like, I don't think Meredith has good taste. Also, listen, I love a bold brow. Meredith's brows this episode were too much. They were too long and too dark and too thick. It was too much pencil. IMO. Yeah, I feel like her accent's getting thicker too, which is hilarious. So um, I'm like, Meredith's been back to Chicago. Yeah. Uh, she's really leaning into oh, it. Did you also see on Instagram? She was like, "Yeah, that's not our house. We were renting it." Oh well, I respect that. Yeah, I do too. Although, let's talk about that house for a minute because in this episode, not only did we see that terrible bear painting again, which I will die on the hill that that is bad art, and the second thing we see, she has like weird pine wood side tables with marble lamps. Like nothing in this bedroom. It just looks bad. And this is like again, just more confirmation. Meredith has bad taste. And Brooks might too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She wears a denim ac- uh, jacket. She has two denim jackets in this episode that I'm pretty sure are Brooks Mark's denim jacket because they have like the oh, washi tape down I the side. I was wondering what that was. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that neon washi tape. Yeah. Whatever, Meredith. You're kind of boring. Okay. We'll get back to Meredith. Uh, Jen and Sharif are planning a blind date for Heather. Oh, yeah. I've never been excited for a blind date. But now I'm excited for this blind date. <laughs> I married a blind date, so I married a blind date. See, but I'm still more excited about this blind date. Yeah, well, absolutely, <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, I do think. Okay, great. They're going on a blind date. Next, we see Whitney. She's very domestic. Mm-hmm. She's putting plates out. She's, She's in her got house. A glass table, which is a nightmare. Ugh, with the kids. fingertips that she must be wiping off. All day. Yeah. I mean, she might be domesticated, but she's made it very clear. She is not a typical Mormon family, all right? I mean, if it wasn't clear with pole dancing in front of your dad, it's clear right now. (laughs) They are not a normal, typical family, but we're back to Whitney's typical storyline about her dad. Addiction issue. Yeah, I don't care is the (sighs) thing. I just, I hope, I wish him the best. Look, I'm sad. Uh, It's a sad, addiction is very sad. I agree, but like... Who cares? I'm more interested in this entire meal. Why Whitney has three takeout items for four grown adults? No, yeah, I, it wasn't that enough was upsetting. food. I was also surprised to learn she has a sister. Which this is what Whitney would have looked like without plastic surgery was all I could think about. I but, but are those parents the same? The, the lineage is super confusing. It is confusing, but I'm pretty sure her sister's her full sister, but okay. the brothers were halves, and then her mom had like other kids that like she doesn't really talk about. Okay, I didn't even think she was related to Will. I just thought they the were Will. I don't think she is. Okay. I think okay. might only through marriage. Okay, that's and they what have I thought. the same dad, right? Yeah. So I think Shaylee, I think, and there is like an, a resemblance to Shaylee to the dad. They look quite a bit alike if yeah. you spend some time there. Whitney looks like her mom. Yes. But I'm like, also, there's a lot of what Shaylee, like, this is what you could have looked like, Whitney, if you would just age. And she looks great. Shaylee looks great. She's got a rockin' bod. Yeah. Obviously keeps it very tight. Yeah. Good for you, Shaylee. Good for you. 
Okay, I don't care about them. I don't really want to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, Cucina mm-hmm. Toscana, second week in a row. <laughs> oh, wow. We're How back. much did they pay? <laughs> We're back at Cucina Toscana. <laughs> Apparently the only place to eat Italian in Salt Lake. It's not. It's not. It's not even that good. It's good. It's fine. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's like macaroni grill or maybe like a couple steps above macaroni grill. I think it's like grill. above macaroni grill, but it's like cool for your parents. That's yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, that yeah. kills me. I'm like, I think Heather's like not that much older than me. Like, why are you choosing Cucina Toscana? I don't, whatever. I don't get it. So, you know, she's here for the blind date and Jen and Sharif are there, which I will double date with Jen and Sharif any (sighs) day of the week. I would pay to double date with Sharif in a velvet shirt. Yeah, incredible. Oh, incredible. I love that Jen's like trying to prove she's a good friend. So she sets Heather up on a blind date. And to that, I'm like, with friends like this, you don't need enemies. (laughs) I know I am a marriage, a happy marriage, a product of a blind date, but I have been on so many blind dates in my life. Tell me if you had the same experience where I was sometimes set up on blind dates and it was like offensive that that's what people thought of me. Exactly. I'm like, was just about to say, I blind dates at Burns and Friend Bridges (laughs) where I'm like, if this is who you think is a good match for me, I don't think you like me. A, I don't think you like me. You definitely don't know me. And I, it's very clear to me that you don't think I'm attractive at all. <laughs> yes, yes, that last one. <laughs> I mean, I got set up on a blind date once with a friend who knew a kid from high school. Like, the worst. Yeah. The worst combination. And he made me play The Ground is Lava at a... No. He, yep. And no. He, I was 29. He made me play The Ground is Lava at a park. And then he didn't even buy me dinner. He got me a snow cone. <laughs> And I was like, I don't think I can be friends with this person who set us up anymore because I feel disrespected. (laughs) A snow cone. He didn't even get like one of those like snow tops either. It was just straight up a snow cone. Not even the good with like the cream. (laughs) No. It was disgusting and I felt disgusting afterwards. (laughs) I do not miss dating. All right. So, Big Daddy walks in, and he lives up to his name. He mm-hmm. is a big man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was actually mad when I found out his name was Keith. I'm like, I didn't want to know your real name. I didn't even know his name was Keith. When did they reveal that his name is Keith? I watched this episode twice. I took copious notes, and I've written a recap. Where do they say his name is Keith? <laughs> it's told us his name is Keith. <laughs> what? I watch it with the subtitles. So, so do I. <laughs> Where was Keith? Well, his name's Keith. I don't know how to tell you this anymore. <sighs> okay. They also keep like accidentally calling him Big Easy. Like it's super confusing. It's very confusing. And I'm like, the thing that killed me here was Jen was saying, I mean, Heather says, Jen did good. He's tall, dark, handsome, and alive. And alive. (laughs) She's so funny. (laughs) She can be so funny. Which makes it so infuriating when she's annoying. <laughs> yes. And she's often annoying. Very. When, well, like, she's annoying this next part when he orders a non-alcoholic drink and she's like, ugh, Ooh. Big Daddy's drinking like a baby. And it's like, Heather, you don't know his history with yeah. alcohol. Yeah, you, he also might be religious. You know, yeah. maybe he's just not in the mood to drink. Like, yes. she holds this as a character flaw. But <laughs> this guy doesn't order alcohol. I mean, it was kind of hilarious. And he wasn't even ordering a Shirley Temple. That's what really PO'd me off because she kept calling it a Shirley Temple. I'm like, he asked for cranberry juice and orange juice. And I don't know what the name of that is, but it sure as hell not a Shirley Temple. Isn't Shirley Temple grenadine? Grenadine and Sprite, which I love a Shirley Temple. Delicious. Was it cherry? Still will drink a Shirley Temple. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, like he just wanted some juice. Like, give this guy a break. Maybe he was low on juice, okay? I'm like, Heather, why do you want to get so sloppy on a date anyway? And what's Tito's? Uh, I think tequila. Is it? I'm pretty sure. All right. I'm. Could maybe we could get Lisa Barlow in maybe. here. Maybe <laughs> she's got to be so pissed that she didn't order Vita. Okay. Got to be. So Big Daddy goes on and on and on and on about his job. <laughs> He's there for a job interview, I guess. It's pretty funny editing. They have yes. timestamps. It's like a full hour of him talking about being a recruiter in Pennsylvania. And Heather was very generous. She was. I thought she, she was. She was she asking nice. questions. She was trying to look attentive. Mm-hmm. In the end, she calls it a sober TED Talk, which is a great line. <laughs> it was hilarious. I did like that a lot. I would love for them to have followed up on that carrot in his drink, though. Oh, yeah. What was happening there? <laughs> I don't know. It kind of got, like, plopped in there. <laughs> Kind of got dropped in there and then we walked away, but I was like, hold on now. What's going on? Keith, what's going on with that carrot? What's happening in the kitchen at Cucina Toscana? (laughs) I mean, what I do know is some very basic Italian that has no spice and probably no flavor. Did you see what they ordered too? I was like, why don't you. The tenderloin. I don't don't get it. Do you just go to Macaroni Grill? A tenderloin is good. I love a tenderloin, but like, I made one at home last night and dare I say, Probably as good as Cochina. Wait, how'd you do it? Thank you for asking. I marinated it for 12 hours. Yeah. And then I grill it in a cast iron so it gets crispy. And then I put it in the oven and then it cooks to temperature. What's the temp? 145 to 155. So that's like medium rare? Like medium. It's kind of pink. And it was delicious. They're expensive. And so every time I think about buying one, I'm like, I got to know how to cook this perfectly or mm-hmm. I'm going to regret it. If it's perfect, I'm not going to regret it's it. It's going to be the best thing you've ever done. Yeah. But if it's wrong, I'm going to be like, this was a $75 failure. Yeah. Yeah. But Big Easy got a chicken piccata. <laughs> but I was like, you don't even get a chicken piccata there. There's better. I'm going to go ahead and say there are better Italian restaurants than Cochina Toscana. Absolutely. Just go back to Valters. Just go. Uh, yeah. Um, next we see Whitney. She's making some organic SpaghettiOs. And right when you thought you wouldn't want to be Whitney's kid, you're reminded even more why you don't want to be Whitney's kid. SpaghettiOs? Organic? The Annie's brand. You know, the Annie's <laughs> mac and cheese is pretty good. No. It's not. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> that Annie's mac and cheese <laughs> is not good. I meant compared to, like, craft. <laughs> No, craft is incredible. I love I I don't eat craft often, mm-hmm. but it will hit the spot when All you right. want it. We're gonna have to agree to disagree. Also, I should mention I'm drinking a off brand mm-hmm. uh grapefruit LaCroix in honor of Jen Shaw, who we see this episode <laughs> drinking a grapefruit LaCroix, and I just feel like she and I have a special bond because yeah, it's you guys the best have a flavor. Lot. You got a lot in common. So that's for sure. <laughs> Whitney decides she's going on a girls' trip. She wants to plan this girls' trip. And she texts everyone about it. Yeah, Whitney asks her husband for permission to go on a girls' trip. Yeah, which I, I like, I kind of get because that does mean he's home alone with the kids. You think he's home alone? Get real, Meg. He is not home alone <laughs> with the kids. They have a nanny who is home alone with the kids. <laughs> All right, fair. <laughs> that um, was really kind of you to give Justin Rose the better. That guy is sixty years old. He's not watching yeah. children. Oh, and he always wears the stupidest shirts. His shirts always have stupid words. She from, was wearing. Like, Corporate did, events. But did you see Winnie in like a corporate tank top under a blazer at the her airport? Iris and Bo, her brand. So stupid. We'll get there. She owns a... Yeah. Okay. So uh, Heather's all in. Jen's like, yeah, as long as I can be the CEO of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Meredith 
Mary's <laughs> response is so bitchy. The- Vegas isn't exactly my scene, but I can probably make it. I like, can me. I thought she said I can maybe make it. Probably. Okay, that killed me though because that's me and my friend group. When they ask, do I want to go on a girls' trip? It's a very like, mm, mm, <laughs> mm, mm, maybe. Mm. I mean, I like when it just. It just is a usually just a, a passive aggressive no. Okay. You just don't enjoy it? Well, the problem was that I went on girls trip when we were like in our 20s yeah. and we're like angsty and single and we mm. went to Vegas once, the most hilarious, terrible girls trip in Vegas. And then I was like, I'm not going on them again. And that lasted for like 10 years. But I went on one and it was, you know, in the past year, it was awesome. You've matured. Your friends have matured. I realized like we're we're fun now. Yeah. But before we were very much the Real Housewives of Las Vegas in Salt Lake in Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay. So I really related (laughs) to this episode. Oh, I was Lisa or or Meredith, who was like so bitchy about going. Okay, okay, okay. And then was it. like, I just am gonna show up and do my own thing. Yeah, that was me. Iconic performance from both of them in oh, this episode. Brunette's coming in hot. Uh, Mary <laughs> is a hard pass because Jen Which, is going. Right, Mary. Uh, we, what show? Again, I ask this every week, and again I ask, what show do you think you are? You can't skip. The trip. I think this is it. I think this is the last we see of Mary. Good riddance. She's yeah. being boring. I mean, we just we had to analyze her food today. That's how boring she's yeah. being. I think that she's at the reunion, and then we're probably au revoir. I hope so, because I don't care about your houses. She brags again. I have a house in Vegas. A yeah. beautiful, beautiful house, house in Vegas. But I'd rather have a mice or a plane full of mice <laughs> and go to Vegas with Jen Shaw. I was like, I'll take it. To be honest, I'd do mice... On a plane, it's fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, that comparison she made was so weird to me. It was a very weird comparison. <laughs> like, Why are the mice on a plane? Yeah, when she said that, I was like, uh, okay. Where's like, Samuel L. Jackson? I, I mean, I'm hearing mice on a plane, but I'm not that like repulsed. No, or it was just like a weird mental image. Like it took me a lot to get there. Like yeah. I had to imagine a plane and then it full of mice. You know? Yeah, I didn't get it. I also like I just kind of imagine cute little mice, and I'm like, this isn't that bad. I don't get Mary. Mm, I don't know what else to say about it. There's nothing. She's ungettable, and I'm done wasting my energy trying to understand her deal. Yeah, she sucks. Lisa says, I need to think (laughs) about that, but thanks Thanks for for the the invite. (laughs) That was me. That's what I'm saying. That was me. Emily, I'd be so pissed if (laughs) I I invited you and that's the response I got. (laughs) I know. I know. Oh, my gosh. I'm the worst. (laughs) I don't respond. And then I'm Lisa in the way that I will immediately call a separate friend and be like, so are you going? Yeah, and that's exactly what she does. She calls Meredith. And she's like, oh, Whitney just texted me. I told her I'm going to think about going. And Meredith's like, I'm still kind of mad at Whitney for whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. the best thing is Meredith says she's going to go, but she doesn't have the energy for drama. And I'm like, hey, what first of all, show are you on? And Vegas, in the best of circumstances, is always dramatic. Yes. Have you ever been on a boring Vegas trip? No. No. Because, first of all, it's so hot. <laughs> it's always crowded. You have to wait a million years to do anything. You have to wake up early to get a spot at the pool. I mean, everything in Vegas is fraught with drama. That they killed me. That she was like, well, I'm going to go, but I don't have the energy for drama. And I also am like, I wish I had the confidence to make that kind of proclamation. <laughs> Everywhere you go in Vegas, someone's handing you porn. Like, it doesn't get any more dramatic than, like, there's just pornography being strewn at you from every angle. 
porn, people forcing you to take a picture with them, and then trying to force money from you. I mean, the whole situation's dramatic. I have I have sincerely never been to Vegas and thought that was relaxing. No, and and I like Vegas because it fills a drama bucket for me, but not for Meredith. Um, they all pack just their entire closets to go on this two day vacation. Oh my gosh, Heather decides she's going to take her Vegas pants. Yes, Uh which. I had to press pause to look at them because I'm like, these aren't, this can't, this is not. They're no. like pants you wear around the house when you're, Worse, they're like COVID pants. I wouldn't wear those pants around the house. They're like MC Hammer started making a new pant line for women. For Tommy Bahama. For Tommy, that's exactly what they are. Because they had the cuff on the bottom, like elastic on the bottom. I'm like, look, I like a pajama vibe pant. I will get into that. I think they can be chic. Mm-hmm. But they're always just open at the bottom they yeah. they are straight leg situation these have like an a lot and i'm like these are a bad pant yeah. i don't like them heather has bad taste oh yeah her clothes need a lot of help i wish like i was good enough friends with her because i'm like you could dress your body better yeah absolutely you got a lot to did offer. you watch uh watch what happens live last night i did not she looked cute but like she was still there were like weird things on her shirt and i was like we need to edit yeah, you know, we need to kind of tacky. Back. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like you got this at the Quilted Bear about <laughs> a lot of things Heather wears because it always looks very homemade. Yeah, and like too much. Yeah, bless her heart. Uh, mm, Jen her. tells Stuart she's the kind of person that gets along with everybody. <laughs> Stuart didn't even buy that. Stuart looks at her like she's on drugs. Uh, they get to the airport, RIP old airport. I've heard that the new one, it takes like an hour to get to any given terminal. Oh, dang. That's good to know. Yeah. I was not aware of that. Um, Go early. Listen to your dad and show up two hours early early if you go to the Salt Lake airport. He was right for once. Um, yeah, it's like Jen's got two carts of baggage and Whitney's got new extensions. Whitney's hair. Whoa. I get, she calls it her Vegas hair and I'm Mm. like, is that... Mm-mm. I think you these are staying with you. Yeah, because the thing I kind of liked about Whitney was that she had short hair. Because I'm like, it's a bold housewife who would do a shortcut. I think she looks good with short she hair. She does. She looks great. The, her angles of her face are perfect for short hair. Yeah. But I'm like, you. there is a handful of short hair housewives. And, the, and it's an important role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't put those extensions in. But mm-hmm. she didn't listen. She thought these extensions go perfect with this gross printed tank top. And this blazer I'm putting over because I'm business cash. Yeah. I think that they don't let her, like, really advertise her line on the show. And so she sneaks it in. But what's her line? Iris and Bo. But what's it? It's like stupid skincare. I think it's an MLM. (laughs) Isn't her husband, like, king of MLMs? Yeah, Life Vantage. It's just supplements. That's probably where Mary got all her stupid supplements. That's probably why she said good friends with Mary. They're expensive, too. I looked on the website. And it was, like, like, 150 bucks a month. I don't get vitamins. I like t- in general. You know what I bought? Are the do you like Ollie? The brand Ollie? They do like a melatonin. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I did their multivitamins and they they're kind of delicious. So oh. I take two at night. It's like a little treat. Oh, okay. Your dessert? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I could get into that. I just do feel sort of like does anyone actually know if vitamins work? Because, like, what's been proven here? I just feel like you pee out most of them, and that's yeah. why your pee is, like, kind of that greenish-yellow weird color after yeah. you take them. But, like, it will fill in the gaps if you're missing some. I'm definitely missing some. I mean, I, like, basically only have Coke Zero and 
popcorn every day. <laughs> so I I think I could benefit from a vitamin. It's just like when something like Life Vantages exists, yeah, don't, just, don't, you just can't go trust to Target. any of them. Just buy your vitamins at Target. I don't know. I'm on the fence about vitamins still. All right. Well, I know, like, I was really sad once I went to the doctor. I was like, I'm just feeling down. And they were like, are you taking vitamins? I was like, that's a thing. <laughs> I did not know that was real. I do, though, think, like, my mom used to give me those Flintstone fluoride vitamins, and I would always hide them under my plate, so I didn't have to eat them. And I Those were so good. I know. I have terrible teeth, and I'm pretty sure it's because I had those Flintstone you vitamins. You didn't like the Flintstone vitamins? I don't think they were too hard. Like when you bit your down. Because te- your teeth needed fluoride, <laughs> so they hurt your teeth. <laughs> I do have, like, weak cheese teeth. Oh, sad. Um, All right, yeah, they need two limos because Jen brought so much wait, luggage. Wait, first, can we talk about how they were in coach? Yeah, okay, but they were flying Alaska Air. Why? And I don't think Alaska Air even, like, yeah, has why? a first class. I, this whole trip, like, here's the thing. I'm from Utah. Yeah. I got a, I got a bee in my bonnet. Yeah. Something I get passionate about is I feel like people think Utah is like country and we're all like idiots and we have <laughs> thick accents and we're all just like polygamous and dummies. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, we are. But also <laughs> there's like there's culture here and people are rich here and we can be fabulous and we're getting our own Real Housewives and the Real Housewives trips are always fabulous they're always like first class private jet they're always staying in really cool places and i'm like these housewives these salt lake city housewives go they're flying on alaska air and they're staying at an mgm like i'm just is that what the, i could not figure out what was happening with that yeah, hotel it's an mgm like okay. break off it's okay. like they're a nice one but it's not nice and i'm like vegas has some very nice places that i would love to live vicariously through you yeah and this is just garbage like when the real house of beverly hills went to las vegas they did take a private jet and then they stayed at the palazzo which is a very nice place it's the venetian what season though in 2018 it was two years ago i know but like what season of their show. I mean, oh, like a deep one, but like that's what like, we expect now. Maybe they have to establish themselves. I guess. They did get renewed season two. I know, we're coming in. But I do also like the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills were like shopping in the, the Coliseum going all these like Gucci. I'm like, we have freaking Jen and Heather by doing shopping in, uh, I don't know, a study off of a room somewhere. It did look like the um, conservatory in Clue. <laughs> That's perfect. Exactly what it looked like. And they're buying like forever young shoes. Like, I just feel so disappointed that I'm we so don't sorry. look ritzy. I mean, I don't have the history with the housewives that you do. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, cool. They get this trip comped. Like, it ended there. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. I would love to go on a paid-for trip right now. Yeah, of course. But I don't want to think I could have this trip. I want to go outside of my own life and I live see. in your life. I see. Yeah. And guess what? I can fly Alaska anywhere. I can afford to fly anywhere on Alaska. <laughs> it goes, like, two places. And Alaska and go. Vegas. And I can go to any of them. And, like, I can stay in the Nomad. I like of their hotel rooms even the suites are like $300 I could stay there so there was just nothing about that that took me away and it just bummed me out because I'm like you're doing nothing but making Utah look second rate wow. and I'm offended well there this TED talk has been brought to you by Emily King <laughs> and Coke Zero and Coke Zero uh, okay so they load up their luggage yep <laughs> Whitney tries to call Lisa from the car <laughs> It goes straight to voicemail. They're all in the car together. The limo. Four seconds later. 
Lisa calls Meredith. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so hilarious. Lisa's hot, like voicemail sounds like a sex hotline though, right? Hi, you've reached the. <laughs> Lisa has the weirdest way of talking. She like does like she opens her mouth too big and she over enunciates. I think that's that was a better impersonation of Lisa than Whitney did. But I'm like, Whitney, your impersonation's bad because you have too much Botox. <laughs> and like she couldn't move her face at all. Like Whitney impersonating Lisa was like, I'm Lisa. I can't look sexy and constipated at the same time. I'm like, her face didn't move a muscle. She didn't even blink. But I think you've nailed what Lisa it is like she talks like that, like really big. Yes. Which I think is I wanna say a stereotypical East Coast thing. But she does have a little bit of a Utah accent mix in there. It's a lot. And when she does it wearing that purple tank top, I'm like, I cannot place you. Mm-mm. And maybe that's intentional, but it's very disorienting. I Answering someone else's phone call after you were doing <laughs> is a classic move. <laughs> classic mean girl. And I loved it. So they get to the nomad and these two randos read him a poem, greet him oh. at the... <laughs> the, the nomad where they're greeted by two people who've never been wanting to be on tv more than anyone they're just dying for this moment i hate to do this but in my recap i said they're the cast of glee because they look so much like mm-hmm. um what's her face rachel the one yeah what's the actor's name she she got in all that trouble everyone hates her yeah Liam, Liam michelle Liam michelle <laughs> yes. and the the guy that wore the bow tie it's a lot kurt Kurt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're trying way too hard. It's bad. It's bad. They write a poem about Salt Lake City and they're like, oh, thanks for the rose and the champagne. And Heather's like, they put more thought into that than Billy did in our to our engagement. I'm like, just let it go. Just you got to stop digging your husband out. It's like hard to feel bad. It's it's hard to not feel bad for Billy. I mean, he probably was a bad husband. He also gives you a copious amount of money, from what I understand. Yes, yes. So let's just, like, leave him be, okay? Well, so did you want a poem at your <sighs> proposal? That's a true nightmare. That's a, that's a hard no for yeah, me. Yeah, no thank you. Okay, yep. so they, before they go to their rooms, Whitney's like, guess what? We get to go race cars. And Jen's like, oh, okay, but I have a surprise for Heather, oh. so we're not going to be able to make it to the car <laughs> racing this is, I'm telling you, like, if there was a bingo for, like, terrible girls' trips, like, she, they're getting crossed off everywhere. Everyone yeah. hates Whitney, but they're on a girls' trip. That she planned. That she planned. Exactly. One friend pulls another friend just for the two of them. Mm-hmm. One friend will only answer the phone from one other friend. Like, they're just crossing bingo squares off. It's rough. It's, it, it's it is pretty, rough. The, the vibes are bad. <laughs> really bad. Uh, Whitney's panic because that means she has to go race car driving with Lisa <laughs> and Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> Which does sound like a nightmare. It does. Especially because Lisa's in fine form. Lisa comes in wearing the grossest outfit. Like, the grossest weird white boots. Yeah. High, mom hygienes. And all she keeps saying is that she was there for work but gives us no explanation. <laughs> I was here for our brand i'm here for work i'm like doing what like what are you doing for work it's your job like i'm at a convention like there's nothing just like i'm here for our brand i'm here for work so they're off she has to go do that heather leads or jen leads heather into this like you said dark study <laughs> and introduces her to her personal shoppers who have pulled all the hottest new shoes. <laughs> I didn't like a single pair. You got that I saw. rhinestones. You got mules with rhinestones. You it's got strappy so, heels. It's just so Jen shot. Um, and I, Jen says they always get me that secret stuff. And I was like, 
the stuff they can't sell anywhere. These these shoes are disgusting. <laughs> what brand are they? And they don't you again, I'm just gonna pull from the other housewives. There's always like Louis Vuitton boxes and Jimmy Shoe, and it's like class, class, class. And this is like weird patent leather that has the the brand printed into it, yes. like into the heel, and it's just so gross. It's also, so gross. Unclear if Jen is paying for Heather's stuff or if she's just like, here's stuff you can buy. Here's some gross stuff you can buy. Um, yeah, this is where the scene happens that I've never laughed so hard <laughs> at anything on TV in my life than when they are posing on the bar and Jen falls off the bar. I laughed so hard. And then they rewound it for us and showed it again. And I loved Bravo a little bit more than I ever have. You can see Heather trying to save Jen. She's <laughs> grabbing onto her coat. What's really funny is right before she topples off the bar, she says, you can't get my tits, my plastic surgeon retired, which is just so funny. Like, she's so yeah. funny. And then she falls over. Yeah. We see the most authentic face Jen has made all season, <laughs> which is just pure terror. She looks terrible. I loved it so much. I loved it even more when I watched it the second time because the guy of the private shopping couple who just was, sits there, just sits there. He has no reaction. <laughs> he just stares, like he's just staring dead. Which he already like had made an impression because he's got a very distinct he, look. Yeah, yeah. A ve- I've, and a very surprising private shopper look, yes. if I may. I'm sure he's great at his job. He no, he's not. From what we've seen, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you right now, he's not good at his job. That's true. All right, so then it's time for Whitney and Meredith and Lisa <laughs> to go drive race cars. Lisa is dressed. I cannot think of what character this is. I feel like it's a cartoon character. That's like an old lady that wears a jumpsuit. Oh, I was like, she's an LOL doll. An LOL. Or she, a brat. She looks like a Russian teen, maybe. It's like a <laughs> Russian v- teen. very weird <laughs> tracksuit. The worst. The three of them are wearing some of the worst pairs of sunglasses oh I my have gosh. ever seen. They're bad. Individually, they're terrible. <laughs> Together, they're a nightmare. Those are the worst sunglasses. <laughs> but Lisa really does look terrible. Yeah. I don't know. It's and like she's a gorgeous woman. But oh, like, she's beautiful, but she's wearing like Elle Woods' stepsister, who's like her mom got divorced and now they're poor, Linda and she Cardellini. still wants. Yeah, she still wants to look like Elle Woods. It's yeah. it's just a really bad look. It's terrible. They arrive at the tra- well. Okay, so the the car ride's pretty bad on the <laughs> way over. And yeah. these three have nothing to talk about. Nothing because you know Lisa and Meredith just want to. Well, actually, I was going to say they just want to talk to each other. But truly, I think Lisa and Meredith are friends is because they can both sit next to each other on their phone. Yeah. I yeah. think that's why they're like, we're good friends. Yeah. I'm like, I respect that, honestly. Yeah, I have friends like that. It's great. Um, Lisa does feel the need to talk about Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> Lots of name dropping. <laughs> like, she's, okay. she's talking a big talk about mm-hmm. how much race car driving she's done, um, which, according to her, is an extensive amount. They yeah. She's are, being a real know-it-all. They arrive at this place where it's luxury car racing. Which just seems like a bad business to me because, like, you're you're investing a lot in these cars and you're letting people drive them really fast. I, I here's the thing about Vegas though: people do the dumbest crap there. Like, people are like, "Yeah, let's go like drive a luxury vehicle." I don't get that's no, so stupid. I understand like the customer there. I do don't you? understand the business owner being like, "This is gonna make us money to spend millions on cars and then let people drive them really fast." Well, don't they just need new tires? And those are like no. But what if they cheap? crash them? Well, they probably have insurance. They probably hope they crash them. 
because then they get more mm, money from insurance. Good point. Good point. Thank you. Got to think like a businessman. I'm a I'm the real Justin it's Rose a, of this a, relationship. It's not like an evil like Mr. Potter <laughs> glint in your eye. Um, do they all know how to drive manuals? I don't. Do you? <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I don't. Um, I don't. Whitney asked the guys. She's like, so I drive a Porsche. No, Lisa. Sorry, Lisa. I drive a Porsche Panor- Panamera. Panamerica? Is it a pan? I don't know. My subtitles here say Panamera. I know a lot about cars. Do people... Look, here's my next question. Isn't it actually Porsche? I don't know. Panamera. You're right. Panamera. I drive one of those in real life. Which of these do you think I should drive? Like, okay, I drive a Subaru Outback. Like, tell me which (laughs) of these vehicles is going to handle, like, my family SUV <laughs> that I just paid off after four years of Congrats, ownership. Thank you. Thank you. I, it did kill me when they like go down the line and there's like a Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, which one of these luxury vehicles, like <laughs> this one Mustang that you could find anywhere in the UVU parking lot? So they have to put on these stupid outfits um, and they get in their cars and Lisa does not drive fast. No, she, no. And she looks like she's really thinking hard. She does. She looks nervous. Never goes above 70 miles an hour. Uh, Meredith and Whitney like lap her a number of times. Whitney feels the need to tell a stranger that it feels like she just had an orgasm. Super uncomfortable. I'm like, this is the kind of shock humor we've come to expect from comedian Whitney Rose. Yeah, yeah I would call her a little immature. I'd Maybe that's a hot take. I also, oh no, that's the truest take. She's also very predictable. Yeah. Like saying you felt like an orgasm is the most predictable thing you've said. Yes. Get interesting, Whitney. Yeah. Um, okay, so they finished doing that. And then she, like, actually is like, listen, thanks for coming here. I wanted to talk to you guys. I'm sorry about what happened at the party. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, you know, Mary's cuckoo, so don't ever listen to her. And also, we speak for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mary doesn't speak for us. Come to us next time. Yeah, I felt like the brunettes had made it very clear (laughs) that Mary does not speak for them. The blonde nodded her head a lot. Yeah. She also proclaimed Mary was a good friend and she loved her. And I was like, damn, does anyone? Because then she'd have a storyline because you guys would be going to dinner. Yeah. No one loves Mary, not even herself. No, and it's tragic. Isn't I don't care. <laughs> so they're like, okay, you know, thanks for apologizing. She says, I take accountability for that. <laughs> yeah, then Meredith proceeds to tell her how gossip works. <laughs> and that killed yes. me. Meredith's like, listen, if you hear something and it's not from the person, if it's about a person that they didn't tell you it was about them, then you can't believe that it's true. Yes. And I was like... Okay, but for some reason it wasn't condescending because apparently Whitney had no No idea. idea. Yeah, she's like, oh, wow, thank you for that tip. Wow, Meredith, wow. Um, And then things take a bit of a turn with Jen and Heather. uh, (laughs) Yeah, they're having a lot of fun. They're just talking, and the birthday party comes up again. Yeah. And she talks, Jen tells Heather how frustrated she was by Whitney, and Heather's like, but I thought you guys were good. And Jen loses her mind and yeah. starts yelling at Heather. And Heather is like, all right, well, you got to talk to Whitney. Yeah, I'm just like, let's just go back to falling off the bar, Jen. I know. Because we've been here. Like, Heather's bored. We, as a viewer, were bored. That's the thing. Like, I get that we need a Jen. And I think mm-hmm. Jen understands that we need a Jen. But there's a limit to how much of her... 
overreaction we can take about the same thing that's when i'm like if it was overreacting about many different things okay fine i'd probably yeah. be fine with it but she does this thing where she just brings it up again i'm like we've already been through this like and this is why i don't like mary because mary you called Gra- mary a grandpa intercourser you guys had a quick chat we were like whatever and then mary was giving you the cold shoulder again so now i'm not interested in mary because this logic makes no sense right so that's why i'm like jen i love jen i I love Jen. Jen, get more interesting. Yeah. You have to because I give Jen a lot of slack. I don't know if you remember every week when I'm like, Jen's a hurt person. All right. Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm, I stick mm -hmm. up for her a lot. Tonight I was like, you're not entertaining enough for this conversation to keep circling back. It's just not. And also, like, I don't know. I'm like, what do you just tell? I don't know. If I was Heather, I would just be like, okay. Like, don't even engage. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. I mean, I do kind of feel bad for Heather. I feel like she doesn't have great communication skills. So when she tries to stick up for herself, she doesn't do it great. Yeah. The only thing she does do really well is work the word henchman (laughs) into every single episode. I never thought I'd see the day when the word henchman was brought up as many times that it is brought up in the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season one by Heather. You got to respect it. I guess. But like... Is that one of those things? Do you know when you use a word a lot? Yeah, I say 100% way too much. Mm -hmm. And when I listen to the podcast back, I'm like, shut up, Meg. It's like that. (laughs) And then I realize how much I say the word like. And it's tough. Yeah, things get tough. I say um, hyped a lot, I've noticed recently. I don't love it about myself. But how do you stop? I I think you just have to realize you say it a lot. So I'm hopeful that Heather is going to have some growth. We're going to see some change from her. We're never going to hear henchmen. I do think, like, (sighs) Jen, who cares? Whitney's too easy to pick on, too, is the other thing where I'm like, Whitney's kind of an idiot, and we all know it. So fighting with Whitney is just like, well, duh, of course you were going to fight with Whitney. She's kind of an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. She's too easy. Like, she's the swinger that lives in Daybreak that ruined a marriage. Like, that's just such an easy Yeah, she's target. a villain. Yeah. Speaking of Daybreak, I talked to my mom today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she told me, Emily, have you been to Daybreak? <laughs> and I was like, I've been to Daybreak. I hate Daybreak. And my mom told me, I haven't been to Daybreak in years. We went down to Daybreak to go to Rockwell's Ice Cream. Emily, did you know in Daybreak, some of those people share walls? <laughs> like i know she was like they're just like ants just on top of each other wait like apartments or like the house the houses so share well because they're so close oh they're ants on top of each sure. other meg wait um, there's a rockwells in daybreak yeah there is a rockwells in daybreak hot they're also she told me this place called the island in daybreak Ooh. where you can build your house and have like waterfront okay i think that's where whitney lives but like what's the point you live on an island. A stagnant water source in Utah, which I can tell you, come July, is going to have nothing but gnats. So the ones that are on the island, I had a friend look into it. Um, the houses that are on the island are quite a bit more money than the rest of Daybreak. And Whitney's house is either on the island or like right across from it. And so her house is probably worth about a million. <laughs> Gross. Which like, honestly, a million in Salt Lake Valley right now is not like, wow, that's the nicest house. That's like, that's kind of where it's all headed. Yeah, I know, but you have to live in Daybreak. I know you have to live in Daybreak. I'd rather rough. have like a small, again, I can't get up. But the big thing that really killed my mom was there's no yards. 
they all have to share yards. Yeah. And I was like, I, you don't need to tell me about Daybreak, Mom. I'll go on this tangent forever about how much I dislike Daybreak. Makes me feel bad about myself. Me too. But anyway, with that, uh, that's the end of the episode. Yeah. I think next week's going to be pretty spectacular. Yeah, I think so, too. Obviously, Jen needs to let some stuff go. I will say, though, I do think Heather's a little too ride or die for her cousin, Whitney. I will say that. I think that Jen's being too much. Okay. But I also think, like, Whitney was an idiot. Like, they're both idiots. If I was Heather, I would wash my hands of the situation and be like, you're both idiots. I'm not getting involved. But I think she has this, like, loyalty because it's her cousin, which is a fascinating dynamic for the show. Yeah, I don't know if I go to bat for any of my cousins like that. I like my cousins. I don't have any my age or, like, close to my age, so I'm not, like... No, I got, I've gone to bat for one of my cousins, but I'd stop after once when I realized they were an idiot. Yeah. And like, I mean, Heather doesn't even say in the confessional, though, like Whitney's an idiot. No. She's very loyal. She's pro Whitney. Everyone but her ex husband, who gives her a ton of money. <laughs> Poor Billy. <laughs> Poor Billy. Billy, come on the pod. <laughs> Billy? Billy Gay? We'll let you tell your story. We're here for you. All right. Uh, yeah, next week sounds pretty incredible. Um, I can't wait. We, right after this, are recording our second Bridgerton episode, which you can access through Patreon. Um, If you're subscribing to Patreon, make sure the ad blocker on your phone is disabled. I've done some troubleshooting the past week. If you have an ad blocker on your phone, it's going to loop you around into that Google sign-in for like forever. So make sure you turn that off. Mm -hmm. It's $3 a month. Um, That's less than a drink. Honestly, I wanted to go lower, and Patreon was like, we, you, we really advise you not go lower than $3 a month, because I really just don't like asking people for money. But that's how we make money at HiveMind. So, patreon.com forward slash HiveMindHQ, you will get access to our Bridgerton series. Uh, it's not anywhere else. It's ad-free after Bridgerton. Uh, Eli and I are doing Golden Girls. That's mm. going to be a good time. Very fun. I think it should be worth your money to subscribe to Patreon. If it's not, you can send me a strongly worded email. Um, remember to subscribe to our newsletter at hivemind.substack.com. And we will see you next week.